Lead Time is a weekly dose of leadership insights and interviews from Tim Allman and Jake Bessling. Lead Time is for any leader living in a busy world looking to be inspired, equipped, and empowered to lead others to their fullest potential. This is Lead Time. (laughs) Welcome to Lead Time. We are overjoyed that you have chosen to listen today. Uh, Please, if you like what you hear, share it with a friend. It'll change their life, hopefully forever, uh, or maybe for a couple of weeks. (laughs) I'm Jake. And I'm Tim. We are pumped that you are here today because we got an amazing 22-year-old leader in our community. His name is K.J. Strews. Strews is in the house today. (laughs) We're going to have a good time talking about holistic wellness today. Uh, You know, our bodies are so amazing. Heart, body, mind, spirit. We are interconnected beings. And uh, we're going to talk about how taking care of the temple of the Holy Spirit is so vital. And as you're listening right now, it's probably February, maybe early March. Look back to early 2019. You had these Uh dreams for a brand new life. I was going to I was going to start drinking more water in the morning. Less I was going to start. Yeah. And you turn water <laughs> to wine. And then, yeah, water turned to wine and those rhythms kept rolling and they were not healthy. And you you now have another day to reexamine how you're living your life. And we want to be tour guides with KJ uh, toward solid, healthy habits. Yeah, no shame, always opportunity. Uh, today, today is a new day. And, and yet in the church, sometimes as we are pastors here, KJ, we have... Um, KJ isn't a pastor, but he's going to tell us about, you know, what's it like to be a member in a church. A lot of times we don't talk about this stuff at a church, and yet God has given us one body to take care of. We don't have many bodies, just one. We're not Gnostic in our thinking. That was a um, a uh, non-Christian philosophy um, and religious practice in about the 3rd, 4th century. Mm-hmm. And they thought the soul is better than the body, and the body can just die and go away, no big deal. But God tells us in his word, especially 1 Corinthians 6, do you not know that our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit? who lives inside of you, whom you have received from God, you are not your own, you are bought with a price. Yet we treat our bodies, don't we, as if our body is either a slave, so we beat it into yep. submission to be like other other people uh, never happy enough, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, I want to be like other people, I just I don't find fulfillment, so I just got to keep going, going, going on how we look. Or we have a, I don't, I don't really care mentality and let me let myself just go. I am who I am. I got bad habits. This is the way I look. Hmm. The middle ground is simply to take a posture of stewardship, good stewardship. It's an old word, but it means steward. Take care of one's body that you have. Take care of anything that you have. It's on loan from the master, hmm. Jesus, and he's coming back. The better you take care of your body, the better off you are to God other people like your family, friends, and those who need to hear about Jesus. We believe deeply as pastors of a church, this must be talked about. And so that's why we have KJ in the studio today, Holistic Health. Tim, what have you learned as we uh, we are a team here at Christ Greenfield and you've worked to help normalize the conversation around holistic health as a church? What have you learned in the last couple of years as we've talked about holistic health? Yeah, I think you platform, if you're a church leader, you platform what matters. Mm-hmm. And so about four or five months ago, we went through the healthy life. Uh, we Lutheranized the Daniel plan. Rick, Warren, uh, book. Rick Warren's congregation there at Saddleback. Faith, food, focus, fitness, friends. Uh, we need to platform what matters. And then we talk about rhythms consistently. The dudes in our community work out at least once a week uh, together. And we've normalized healthy food choice conversations. And it used to be, you're eating that? To, yeah. 
you're eating that. And uh, it, it's become less shame-filled and just more of a, of a matter of being in our culture and learning new things. We've and started- even some of the food at the uh, mm-hmm. Sunday morning hours changed. That's right. Our hospitality area has some healthy food choices, not just uh, the donuts. So that is why to normalize this conversation, to give you an early 2019 kickstart, we have KJ Strews here on Lead Time. He's 22 years old. He's a part of Generation Z, but you are going to be overwhelmed at this young man's knowledge base, how he really, really believes that every human being has remarkable potential uh, that is called to be lived out in connected to our human body. So thanks for being on our show, KJ. No, absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for, for having me. It's, it's really a blessing to, to share my knowledge. Um, that's actually what I really truly believe is that um, knowledge is power, really is, or potential power, and that you can do something with it. So I'm excited to share some knowledge I have. So lock in, folks. Potential power coming your way. KJ is only 22 years old. He graduated from Chandler High way back, way back in 2014. He participated in honors courses. I can see that. The Future Farmers of America. What did you did you raise something? Yeah, I actually raised a pig. A pig? Um, I grew some sweet corn, so I kind of got the agriculture side. I love it. Um, and then kind of got the, the background of food there. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That's very cool. And he served as a community service chair as well as the treasurer his final two years in high school. Smart guy and serves the Lord. He also got into volleyball his sophomore year and still enjoys to play to this day. He started his official uh, start in the health industry in 2015 at Sprouts in the vitamin department. That's where it all started. It began to expand from there. He now, how many different items are there at Sprouts for vitamins? I mean, um, I mean, it keeps it kind of keeps changing, but um, vitamins you're looking at like ten thousand. Ten thousand, man. You saying, know hey, where's this? Yeah. Where's this? This little thing. That's oh, yeah. crazy. That's awesome. He now works on the other side of Sprouts and goes into the stores to represent a handful of supplemental lines and trains employees on the importance and significance of different supplements. That's awesome. Through his time working and teaching at Sprouts and, and mentoring their employees, he went through a course expanding his knowledge on holistic health through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. Sounds cool, man. He hasn't stopped after the course and still continues to expand his knowledge and has made it his goal to read 60 books. I love this goal, bro. Whoa. 60 books this year on the topic of holistic health. Hmm. His current mission, which he will elaborate on more in this episode, is to create change in the way that we look at Holistic health. So let's start with asking this first question. Where did you develop this passion, this mentality, this focus on health and wellness? Yeah, absolutely, guys. So, I mean, I was actually really blessed to actually have a background. My parents were big into health. Um, They had some problems in the beginning of the years, and so they actually kind of got in their own jumpstart on health. So I actually got a good jumpstart on my aspect of it. So um, I was always, my mom actually made me a dinosaur drink because, you know, I was five years old and it's hmm. kind of like what you actually have it there. It's a, it's a green shake, right? So yeah. um, there's a green drink that they called Enterprime back in the day and it was a, an MLM, but they, they did it and it was really good stuff and oh. great results. And so to get my mom to drink it, she called it the dinosaur drink. That's so awesome. I'm over here, yeah, I got my dinosaur drink, you know, and so some orange juice and some greens in there. So get me started on that young age. So, um, and then actually when I was in about seventh, eighth grade, that time frame, um, my grandma passed away and, um, they live over in um, Southern California. So my grandpa was by himself. And so we actually brought him, um, and my dad became his full-time caregiver. So he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, uh, probably about 2005 around that time frame or so. And so my dad was his full-time caregiver. Um, he learned a lot. I learned a lot. Um, he lived with us for actually five and a half years before he went to a group home. Mm. So that was kind of where I always had interest in, like, I wanted to become, like, a physical therapist or something, become, like, in the sports industry. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until that point where I realized the mind has a huge role 
yeah. and what you can do. Like that mentality, um, not only exercising the brain of doing brain games and things like that, just thinking the whole time, but just the mindset of, yes, I can do this. Um, something to, like I listen to Tony, a lot of Tony Robbins. Yeah. And uh, I love him because he talks about just doing something you don't want to do. So now every single morning, part of my routine I'll talk about a little bit later hmm. is I take a cold shower. The last about two minutes, you turn that water wow. as cold as it can get. You don't want to do it, but you basically talk yourself into the fact that, like, you know what? I'm in control. Yeah. I have the possibility to do this. So mm. um, I kind of that's where I kind of got that start. Um, and then from there, I actually started working at Sprouts, and I was just like, hey, you know, I know about supplements. I kind of know some things and can learn some more. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of grew from there. And I got an opportunity to actually go into Sprouts now and some train some employees. Um, and at that point, I was taking some courses in psychology and, and some nutrition courses at like Chandler Gilbert Community College and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? They're talking about health and they're talking about like margins good for me per- personally. And that's not my personal opinion because uh, it's actually one molecule away from being plastic. Huh. Um, so I'm over here like, hmm, interesting. So what would be more in line with my values? And that's why this course, the Institute for Integrated Nutrition popped up multiple times. I went back actually before I, like in the high school time frame before I even had an idea. I wanted to spend the money I did to go through the course. So then um, I saw it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take, take that jump, take that leap, leap of faith. Yeah. And um, it was at that point where I started to realize this course has a bunch of um, leaders in their realm. So Mark Sisson, who's big in the primal yeah. and keto. Um, and there's Mark um, Mark Hyman's on there. And there's a oh, bunch yeah. of people um, that are kind of very respected in their field. And there's between um, people talk about relationships, financial goals. Um, so it takes in the whole aspect of health as opposed to because, of course, your finances are going to create stress. It can create different havoc in your life. So I'm um, creating that all together. Um, so now I kind of actually have a routine that I follow off that, that creates an environment for priming myself, um, creating the best environment myself to, to grow and help others grow. What I love listening ab- about in your story here, brother, is one, there's passion Two, there's passion because you're learning. And the older we get, the more we think, you know, I just am what I am. I don't know if I can really learn anything. Take me as I am. But you have this posture that every single day is a day to to learn something new. And we actually know that brains can change mm-hmm. the way we view the world. It doesn't matter your age. You said some new healthy habits. You can develop um, new rhythms, no matter if you're six or 60, yep. right? And yep. you're living that out in spades right now. And I pray that passion for learning never wanes in you, bud. And we only use about, is it 10% of our brain? And I that's, mean, that's the crazy part. You can throw these numbers out, but yeah, Whoa. that's the number that's out there. There's just, God has given us the ability to just keep learning and growing. I love it. Take a cold shower just so you can show that it's your, not fun. your brain has. <laughs> I want to try honest. 30 seconds tomorrow. Um, I got to go home right now. Um, you were alluding. Well, let me stop and say as well about your story, like um, your grandfather's name. Yeah. What was his name? Uh, Ken Michael. Ken Michael. Did yeah. he? Is he still alive? Or so he actually passed away a couple of years ago now. Okay. Um, so he actually lived with the disease um, about eight and a half years. Mm. So by the time of diagnosis yeah. to the time through that. So um, there's also other roles that I've actually learned. Um, I've seen lots of things um, between frustration, between. Um, that they actually know what's going on in the dementia cycle. Yeah, exactly. So the dementia cycle, they know what's going on mm. and it's frustrating, mm. but they just, at that point, that's where my, my idea comes in is before it's too late. Right. Okay. And you talked about it's never too late, but there's certain things with the preventative. disease of progression, sure. preventative, yeah. mm-hmm. the, the proactive as opposed to the reactive. So, so to see you though, let's say, you know, Ken, yeah. um, my, my grandfather went through this, I saw it. And then now it's part of my story and I want to be a part of helping other, other kins out there yeah, before exactly. it's too late. Is it beautiful? Cause for me, actually the hardest part was okay. not 
me going through it, unfortunately, but it was actually watching my mom go through it. Okay. Uh, uh, watching my mom and my grandpa come up and say, who are you? Mm-hmm. And, and just seeing that look at my mom, it just kind of, it just, it, that kind of really pushed me. Mm-hmm. That was my motivation to kind of get like, hey, my habits start now. My dad was always telling me, hey, create your habits now, eat the better foods now. Um, and that actually helps you later on in life because those habits started earlier as opposed to later down, but it's never too late to start. Yeah, we pray you're able to help a lot of different people uh, like that. And so you alluded to it at the end of your opening there, how the physical affects the spiritual, the financial, the emotional, and the mental. Can you tell us more about how important it is uh, to see all those quadrants of our, our of our life clicking together. I mean, what's why would that be? And then if you don't have that, what could happen? Yeah. So one easy way I like to look at it, and I always like make like an analogy, sure. something you can you can recognize, something you can correlate with. And I'm actually over here looking outside. And we're looking at a tree, right? Okay. So what do you, what, what are the parts you see of a tree, Jake? Um, limbs, the trunk. Um, I don't see kind of underneath the ground though. Yeah. So yeah. That's exactly where. I, wow. You know exactly where I was going. Tell me so more. You don't see what's you don't see what's beneath the, the surface, right? So um, right now we're looking at the physical part of the tree, and that's actually a printout of the roots. So typically, if the roots are small, limb, you know, broken in some parts, not able to stretch if they're not having the right room for growth, then that tree can't grow to its full potential. Um, so the way I look at it, you have got your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual, of course. That's what we're here in church all the time for, to re- re- replenish that. Um, there's also ways to do it at home, of course, mm-hmm. reading the Bible. Um, I do something as simple as, as pray every time I get out of my car. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a service rep, so I go into Sprouts all the time. I'm in my car about more than half the time. So I actually have a rock and I go to Sedona all the time, and Sedona's one of my favorite places up there. So there's a little rock I sit there, and usually I'll set it on top of my, my steering wheel, so I'll see it. Once I sit there, I'll say a prayer. Hey, when I go in this account, bless these people, bless this time I have. Um, so just doing small things like that, um, that connect you, yeah. is, is all what it comes down to. And it's, it's also it's triggering the habit it's in your trigger. brain exactly. that I'm um, trying to pray. That's beautiful. Man. So um, between that and then, the, the, of course, the emotional, the emotional will cause a lot of the physical stuff. Like like you mentioned earlier, just, just some things that if you're you're upset and you're sad, that that tub of ice cream or that glass of wine or whatever it is, or you're frustrated, you're stressed. It's so easy to reach for because um, it's that instant gratification. And so with the tree, though, you're saying a lot of that's below the surface. Correct. And so even the tree can look fine for a while. Mm-hmm. The outside body can look fine for a while. But internally, if you're not in those habits before long, it'll catch up. You know, Absolutely. you might gain weight. You might be a little more angry. Stress. Um, stress. You're not getting sleep. So, yeah. Okay. Now, there might be some pastors of churches that are listening and they're like, I don't, I don't even know where to start developing healthy habits at my church in this way. Maybe they even have unhealthy habits. We all do. Where would you start if you wanted to um, tell a pastor, a leader out there of a church, maybe a president, a board member, um, a, a youth person, how do, how do they help get their church healthier? What would they start with? Absolutely. It's a great question. So when it comes down to it, goals. Uh, I mentioned the name Tony Robbins earlier, and I'm sure a lot of the younger generation actually hasn't heard of him, but he's he's reached multi-generations. And so when it comes down to it, goals. And I, like I talked about priming, I listen to him all the time. So he mentions goals a lot. Just because you already know what you're going for. So also there's a book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Stephen Covey. Start with the end in mind, right? So you're you're looking at the end goal that you want. So do you want to be 215 pounds, 6.7% lean body mass, right? Body fat, right? So you're looking at the goal in mind. So so write down, sit down. And my dad always told me, paper never forgets. We we have all this technology. We have all these phones. You can write it down. You can create reminders. It's great. But... 
even even a computer doesn't have the same effect. It's it's better than typing it out um, on your phones essentially, and then put in your pocket and you can carry it anywhere. But writing it on oh, paper, yeah. there's a connection that is kind made when you write something down that can't be made any other way. Exactly. So I've recently started to use what's called a, a push journal. You could Google that push okay. journal. And it leads you, one, it is the solid foundation that you got to write it down. And two, how do you help then prioritize? You've got all this stuff you need to get out, all this stuff. What's going to be the trigger that's going to cascade all these other healthy habits? And you do it for 30. uh, It's an interactive journal. It's for Mm -hmm. 30 days. And I got I'm in like, what, day 10 right now of using this push journal It's pretty legit. And I have pushed up against, to be honest, I bet a lot of our listeners are here. I don't need to write. I mean, I I got all my, it's all digital, but man, there's so much research around power of of pen or or, uh, pencil to paper. We got to do it, man. So thanks for pushing that. I like that. So you would tell that pastor, uh, let's say 30 seconds worth. What's an elevator speech to tell that pastor? Goals? Goals. So when it comes down to goals, um, then also... And then that's the other next question is, what do I do with these goals? Like you mentioned. So the easiest way to start is start actually looking at what you're doing. What are your habits currently? um, And are those reflecting the goals you want to reach? So it's as simple as if your goal is to be as lean as possible, to have 6% body fat, and you go to the gym maybe once a week, (laughs) once a month, your goals aren't aren't matching what you're talking about. So look at that and then break it down smaller. Exactly. Right? Um, My dad actually told me a saying, and it's stuck stuck forever so it's uh mile by mile is a trial yard by yard is hard but inch by inch is a cinch so when you break everything down super small where it almost seems we can say is even a monkey can do it or whatever you want however you want to put it you break it down small then of course that snowball like snowball effects um so you start making those small wins exactly small wins and then it doesn't have to be the candy to, to say, yeah, good job, or give me something as simple as an attaboy, an girl, something just to reimburse that positive. Uh, yeah, yep, yep. so good, bud. I hope you're taking notes, listeners. This is gold, man, and you really want to get out your pen and Write your paper down. right now because <laughs> you may want to be going to Sprouts after some of what yes. KJ shares right now. So in the supplemental field, you say there's 10,000 some different types of supplements. What's hot right now? And, and not just... Um, like it's been a, it's been around for a bit and it's been documented to be proven as really, really healthy in the supplemental field. So, so give us some solid supplements for our listeners. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, there's like a kind of mentioned it's a loaded question because when it comes down to it, like I mentioned earlier, whatever you want out of your goals, you can reach for different supplements for. So if, if your goal, let's say I wanted to make sure it's one of my goals to make sure my brain is prime and as optimal as possible Let's for as there. long as possible. Yeah. Tell me, tell me. Then I take a company that Joe Rogan's big on is on it. And Aubrey Marcus is on the creator. And, and I actually just read his book uh, on the day on your life not too long ago. And, but he's got a, a product called alpha brain. Um, and so I take that every day. Um, probiotics. You um, get alpha brain at sprouts yeah, or online. Yeah, okay. You can get like, there's a little uh, Insta packs. There's, it's not cheap stuff. Like there's a, a, it's about 30 day supply for a tub of the powder is about $55. Okay. Uh, so it's not cheap, but, um, it's an easy way if you want to match your goal. So for, for brain health, um, but easiest way to go is starting off simple. So if, if you are not recognizing anything in the supplement department and, it's funny because managers, store managers at Sprouts won't step foot in there. They'll like look over and I'm tall. So like the yeah. aisles are only about to like my waist. Everyone's like, KJ, where are you at? Where are you at? Help. help me, help me, help me. So <laughs> when it comes down to it, starting on something simple is a multivitamin, right? Yeah. 
So the soil isn't being as well replenished as we would like it to be as it used to be because hmm. uh, now we're producing so much food. We have a lot of more, a lot more people on earth. Sure. We're eating a lot more. So we need a lot more food being produced. Right. So our soil is not as optimal, of course, to get the food as optimal as possible. So um, that's where eating organic is best because um, it actually does have more nutrition in the soil, replenishing that. So, but going that route, multivitamin. What's your favorite multivitamin? Right Emerald. Now? Emerald. Um, so it's actually a company I represent. So it's a little biased. Uh, but what they've done is they've actually gone across the board. And so there's a naturopathic doctor in Southern California, Dr. Mark Stangler. Okay. And so he actually reached out to the owner and CEO of Mount Emerald. And he said, hey, if I he was a co-packer at one point, he said, hey, if I formulate a product, will you co-pack it for me? Huh. Put it in a bottle, put a pretty label on it and so I can get put, um, put it on my shelf. Nice. He said, absolutely. And so they actually worked out a deal. So now any single person that walks in a health food store that Emerald's in has access to this, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, it's a doctor's formulation. So when it comes down to it, he's actually formulated the amounts for clinical potency. So based on what he's seeing in the research, and I've actually met the man, super intelligent, and he talked way over my head. So <laughs> he knows his stuff. And it, so it was he was really cool to me, um, knows his stuff. But I mean, you're talking about high quality minerals. You're talking yeah. about high quality vitamins. So stop there, minerals. Yes, I've seen and heard from a number of people recently, magnesium. Yes. Magnesium. We are crazy deficient in magnesium. Talk about that and maybe even give uh, the appropriate supplement. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, magnesium um, has so many functions in the body, but the easiest way to explain it is calcium excites everything. Magnesium relaxes you. Yeah. Um, so when it comes down to it, people come in for leg cramps. Um, people come in for actually helping them keep consistent in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, that, that yeah, magnesium yeah. has a big role in that uh, and brain function um, and, and most importantly, a nerve protection. Um, wow. So there's... A wide variety, and there's more and more and more I can go on. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes down to it, calm is the most common calm. magnesium I supplement. I take calm, right and now. it's so easy to add in your like your tea. Exactly. At night, it tastes it pretty good. Actually, you. it's a magnesium kind of supplement. Then yeah, it has a little fizzy. And the like raspberry the fizzy. lemon flavor is probably my flavor. Yeah, for real, my favorite. You know, favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite flavor. So magnesium. Yes. Yeah, so magnesium is huge because, um, I mean, it's in foods, almonds. Avocados are probably the two highest that I know of on the top of my head hmm. um, that have a lot of magnesium. And actually, avocados are popular, but not a lot of people eat avocados. Oh, just, they're so good. Yeah, they're so good. I never good, had though. one until my, my wife. She's Hispanic. So in my, in my <laughs> green don't. smoothie, it's half, a, half an avocado. Oh, yeah. Throw it in. So good. Great, healthy source of fat as well. But yeah, magnesium is huge um, just in the functions of it. And about 400 milligrams daily. 400 milligrams is, is where the research is kind of showing. Yeah. Um, but I would recommend to ease people up to that amount because certain um, forms of it, like a citrate, there's different forms yeah. of citrate, yeah. glycinate, chelate, all these different things. Uh, citrate specifically can lead to uh, some loose stools per se mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and kind of keep you consistent that way. Yeah, very much yeah. so. So, be, so just magnesium is something to be careful in the beginning if you're not used to it. Yeah, um, th that's the last thing you need to do. It can is, get you is, going. It's like, man, I'm so deficient. I need to take 10 capsules. <laughs> Don't do that. And um, you may regret it. Just run yeah. into the restroom all the time. Uh, good, good. So I got made fun of maybe four or five months ago, because in a sermon, I threw out that I'm doing this mushroom mix. So we got magnesium. I've added that, I some that. mushroom mix. And people are like, wow, that's so gross. So uh, just full transparency, KJ was the one who turned me on to, to mushrooms and give us some good supplements. Demystify the power of, of mushroom. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, we recognize mushroom and it's weird. It's weird because I won't eat them, but I'll put them in my shake. 
Um, the powder form. The, yeah, absolutely. The powder yeah. form. So when it comes down to, there's two companies that are really big, really popular. And one actually, or there's actually three now. So there's on it. The one I showed you, yeah. that's a little more cost efficient one for customers at sprouts. It's in a bag. You can add it to your smoothies, your shakes. Um, and that's organic mushroom nutrition. Yeah. Um, then there's also host defense, Paul Stamens, who's actually one of the, um, micronutrient um, gurus gurus kind of thing guys, yeah exactly so he's the one who actually created that company has the base to that and there's also another company from earth is four sigmatic cool. um, so those are companies that are out there um top ones top mushrooms are like mataki um you've got lion's uh, mane lion's mane's the yeah. one that you've mentioned um rishi because it makes me feel like powerful like i'm a lion but it's not <laughs> really. yeah, yeah yeah lion's mane rishi yeah rishi. And, and the main reason we take mushrooms is for what kind of health well, between actually immunity, when it comes down to it, mushrooms um, have different um, specialties per se. So lion's mane is actually beneficial for replenishing that myelin sheath on your ner- on your neurons in your brain. Wow. Um, so that actually helps the conductivity of those neurons. So you, you fire faster, you wire faster, and memory seems to stick a little bit longer and better. That's why lion's mane has that specialty in um, the brain health. But also when it comes down to it, they just have amazing immune benefits all across the board. So whether you take off the shelf reishi or turkey tail or shiitake or whatever it is, or lion's mane, um, you're getting immune health, um, which is kind of cool. So there's, I mean, actually there's probably about 20 or 30 out there, um, that are medicinal mushrooms, um, and not the other kinds, but the, the kinds that actually will pr- provide long-term benefits for the body. That's so good, dude. So you mentioned alpha, the alpha powder. Yeah. Alpha? alpha brain. Yep. Alpha brain. Is that going to be, a, is that a long-term kind of brain power or is it also short-term? Like the, the day is going to be better and my brain's going to fire both. better. Both. It's, okay. it's both. So when it comes down to it, I like to cycle between things. Um, of course there's certain things like minerals. I always want to keep my body. There's okay multivitamins there's greens i want to keep them for for alkalizing detoxifying um so there's certain things you always want to keep in your system but when it comes down to it um your body likes to create shortcuts and so even when it comes down to to conserving glucose per se let's say you 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 eat a granola bar or cliff bar or something like that right your body wants to conserve that because our goal is technically what our body doesn't know is when our next meal would be Right. right so back when adam and eve had the trees and stuff you had a harvest, you had a plant, you had a hunt, right? And that, that goes in that, that primal mindset. So we want to burn it slower, maybe over a longer period of time, right? Correct. So um, I like to cycle between supplements just because I don't want my body to say, hey, I'm relying on this now. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes to melatonin, it's one of those supplements you don't want to rely on. Cool. Uh, you want to let your body make its own. Um, but just mm-hmm. give it the right tools is, is the biggest thing. So if um, those tools align, like I said, with your goals, what you want, then mm-hmm. absolutely take it every day. Can you just walk with me everywhere and then just tell me what to eat and not to eat? <laughs> So, I mean, because it's hard today. I mean, let's be honest. Yes. The processed food industry, so insidious. You've got, oh man, I'm just going to go off on this for a second. Go ahead. The number one sugar, because we know an extraordinary amount of sugar in your diet is really messing you up. Mm-hmm. And you know the two main companies that are sugar producers, Coke and Pepsi. And they've even then, and it's their marketing they're just so genius when it comes to marketing because oh, then you go Coke and then, well, we understand that some people may think that, yeah, sugar is bad. Okay, fine. We don't want to be one of the main causes for the obesity epidemic across. So we're going to, we'll start to diet or zero. zero. You throw diet and zero in front of Coke. And then what you don't even realize are a lot of those artificial sweeteners are cancer causing agents. Yes. And then the research is showing it right now. They're worse than the regular 
other stuff. So it's just crazy. So get rid of process. Get rid of uh, the sugars, the heavy carb diet. So what are some tips for our listeners? Half of our listeners just spit out their Coke right now. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some tips for our listeners to establish those healthy diet rhythms? Yeah, so when it comes down to it, you mentioned Coke and Pepsi, and the thing is, we always have something in our hands to drink, whether it be liquid, whether it be you know a smoothie, whatever it is. It's the easiest, convenient, you know, whether it be coffee, tea, whatever it is. So when it comes down to it, I just it's almost the crowding out effect. So I believe that I still have. I love Dr Pepper. I'm a big Dr Pepper fan. My grandpa raised me on it pretty much. My dad, big fan of it, and I still enjoy my Dr Pepper. And I maybe have that once a week, so I actually crowd that out. Yeah, so I'm not looking that it's bad yeah. per se, because there's actually a totally different mindset of if you say hey this is terrible for me and i take it in my body now my body goes oh shoot this is terrible for me now i don't know what to do with it like and now it's going to create havoc and all these things so if you know it's bad for you that's great but don't sit in it yeah don't just don't just kind of because it creates stress and we know stress creates inflammation which just complicates things all the more yeah moderation yeah exactly Everything in moderation, including moderation. That was Mark Twain. So um, when it comes down to it, easiest way to do things is, is kind of crowd them out. So still enjoy those things. Enjoy the Pop-Tarts if that's your thing or or the Starburst or, or whatever it is. I know you like to have a beer. Exactly. Whatever. Just cocktail enjoy those just, because yeah, exactly. um, I truly believe we should be looking at more life in our years than more years in our life. Um, because if you're sitting there focused on, and some people are so in tune and there's multiple people I've talked to and, and their friends or family are, are so strict on what they want to eat. Yeah. They're not fun to, to be around per <laughs> right. se. Right. I mean, we live in the 21st century and I think that's what people have to realize is it's okay to have fun. It's okay to have a beer, have a glass of Don't wine or two, night. like enjoy life when it comes down to it. Just know that when you go back to those habits for me on the weekends, it's easy as to go, kind of crazy or whatever yeah. I do and, and enjoy a, a Los Feliz burrito, a carne asada, you know, right? whatever it is. But during my weeks, I crowd the majority of that out. Yep. So I'm, I'm drinking more tea. Green tea is one of the best things. Uh, Japan got it right a long time ago. Between <laughs> that and matcha. Um, I mean, coffee. I don't, I don't know what matcha is. Yeah, I was just gonna, so I'll touch on nah, this. So matcha tea is actually oh, a, okay, it's, it's, a it's the powder of the actual concentration of the leaf. Uh-huh. And so there's actually a whole ceremony. I'm not too familiar with it, but there's a whole some ceremony? ceremony behind it. Huh. Uh, actually, in Japan, it's, it's yeah, it's super. So, so when you drink it at home, you have a little private ceremony here. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, as, as I chuck it down, you know. So, so it, I, I haven't, yeah, matcha. I mean, are you buying it like green tea? Is it also you can buy uh, it at Sprouts in the powder form? But it's also I was looking at the Costco. long and the short here. Go to Sprouts. Go to Sprouts. Oh, yeah. Sprouts Costco. is not paying us for this, by the way. But <laughs> so, so I go to Sprouts and I'm like, man, I need now. I need magnesium. I need alpha. I need uh, mushroom. This and that. And it's eighty six fifty. Come back in a month and pay that again. What? And maybe someone's Sometimes, on a budget yeah. and they're like, I can only spend about thirty. I mean, how do you think through real fast? Yeah. I'm overwhelmed by all these different things. How do you how do you help them think through what to what to focus on? Yeah, so when it comes down to it, um, one thing I can look at actually so there's another company I represent called Vibrant Health. Okay. And they actually have a really good solution for that. So um, it's called Green Vibrance. And so Mark Timmons is the formulator and creator of it. So this is back 25 years ago. It was the first greens powder to ever hit market. Okay. So, so it it's, a down, greens powder, it's a greens powder, greens powder supplement yeah. kind yeah. of Yeah. So when it comes down to it, they've got original formula that is greens. I tell people 100% honest, I'm like, mix it with some apple juice, half and half water and apple juice or orange juice or whatever it is until you get used to it, especially because uh, it's greens. It, yeah, it's just yeah, concentrated yeah. greens, herbs. 
supplements in there. So it's covering a lot of what you just said you're saying. Exactly. So it's covering a lot of different areas. And then they have liver support. So you got dandelion milk thistle. So two great beneficial herbs to help support that liver. Right. I mean, you've got skeletal support, boron and, and vitamin D3, and you've got multivitamins, minerals, um, 25 billion probiotics, which I haven't even touched on yet. So you're covering a lot of bases. I mean, it's about $41. 42, depending on if Sprouts puts it on sale or not. Um, okay. So, I mean, it covers a lot of your bases for one thing, and they actually came out with two new flavors. It, there's a matcha tea, talking about matcha, and there's actually a chocolate coconut that actually tastes pretty good with some almond milk and a little bit of water. Sweet. So, easy Love solution it. for that. Um, but it just, like I said, it always Excellent comes advice, down to yeah. finding those goals. Cool. So, keto is a big deal. Yeah. The keto craze. Talk about that a touch. What is it um, and, and what are the benefits of it? Yeah. So when it comes down to I'll break down calories and the caloric sources. So you've got you've got carbs, protein, which are actually both uh, four calories per gram. Then you've also got fat, which is nine grams. And that's one of the things when you look at. So you've got nine grams of en- or nine kcals of energy per gram as opposed to four. So one, now you're giving your body more energy that it actually needs and your body does prefer fat because um, it actually has a genetic predisposition to it. So when you say fat, it's not fat on the body. No. So actually allowing or both essentially. So by actually eating fat, you're training your body. Is You're literally training your body to use fat. Yeah. So that's why keto is really big in weight loss right now because you're letting your body say, hey, here's a bunch of fat. Now learn how to burn it, correct? Mm, yeah. And now your body goes, and it doesn't have, that's where intermittent fasting, I love intermittent fasting. If you yeah. play with that and you don't have any calories coming in, your body goes, hey, here's some fat. I, I know what to do with it now. Fat. Yeah. And so then over time, that's where the weight loss aspect comes in. But then also you talked about keto comes from the word ketones sure. and, and, the, and being a state of ketosis. So that basically means your carbs are such a low level. Your body, your specifically your liver, is actually creating these things called ketones, whether it be BHBs, which has actually been made into supplements now, um, acetones or acetates. Um, those are the three forms of ketones um, that your body can actually recognize and do something with. So when it comes down to it, that actually has seven kcal, so it's more than your typical your carbs or your protein for energy wise, um, and it's a cleaner source. Um, what is a cleaner source? Ketones. Ketones. So burning ketones and burning fats, a cleaner source of um, smog per se or, or byproducts than if you were to burn carbs um, or protein for the energy source itself. So, But to be clear about keto, it's it's more protein. It's, and it's moderate protein. Moderate protein. High fat. High fat. High fat. And very low carbs. They say about 5 to 10% of your calories. Are What's a typical carbs. day for some people that are doing that look like? Um, typically, a lot of people that are on the keto diet are actually intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is all it's doing is just stretching your window of fasting. So essentially, when you go to bed, you're fasting. Right. Um, you're not eating anything. You're not doing anything. And so it's just take, extending that from the morning. Let's say you wake up 8 a.m. It's just pretty much skipping breakfast per se, um, not necessarily missing those nutrients because you can always make those up later in the day. Just condensing that mm-hmm. eating window is really what it comes down Normally to. Normally the eating window, window is noon to six-ish, right? Noon to six, noon to eight. Um, I'm all about letting your body tell you what it wants. Yeah. Um, so for me, if I'm not hungry at eight o'clock at night, then I go drink a couple glasses of tea before to bed and I don't feel hungry. hungry till 12 o'clock, then I'm hungry. But if I'm hungry at 10 o'clock, then I'll get 10 o'clock. So yeah. I, I really truly believe your body knows what it wants yeah. and just let it kind of play with it. In the beginning, you do be a little more strict when right. it comes to intermittent fasting. Because um, if I, you're used to having food all the time, your body's going to crave Correct. And you'd be like, yeah, cool. I'm just going to eat all the time now. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when it comes down to that, that's usually the first thing people do doing the keto diet will do that. Um, 
Bulletproof coffee is one of the biggest things that was a big, big craze if you were in the health industry. Sure. Um, so basically, you're just adding fat. You're adding butter, grass-fed butter, and you're actually adding um, MCTs, which MCT, are medium-chain yeah. triglycerides, mm-hmm. uh, which is coming from coconut oil. Prom- I just ran primarily. out. Yeah? I'll go to Sprouts. <laughs> you had butter, you said? Yeah, grass-fed wow. butter. So grass-fed butter is actually really good for your gut. Um, it has a component called uh, butyrate, so butyric acid. What does it do to it? Uh, it actually helps um, create the correct environment, the correct soil. Uh, for your gut bacteria, your flora, your probiotics to help flourish. Whoa. So by taking that, but also a good source of fat, you don't create an insulin response, so you're still in a fasted state. So if you're doing the ketosis cycle um, and you're you're staying in ketosis, then you can do that. You're getting energy, so you're not running on fumes per se so you're actually running on fuel yeah um so people would take that in the morning yeah. the bullet coffee you drink it you drink it in the morning you make and it then, yourself and then you go yeah you could mm-hmm. certainly make it at home oh, you yeah. just add the mct add the add table. i would butter. start off slow i would definitely start off slow because if you have nothing in your system and you have fat it's the same thing as magnesium and i got a wake-up call one morning and it's like whoa yeah yeah here you go it can get you going oh yeah not so much butter but a little bit so we a little the, bit of butter yeah the industry kind of said back in the day that uh you know breakfast is the most important meal of the day and a lot of research recently is like overturning that mm-hmm. it's not nearly as important as we once thought it was a lot about marketing so talk about <laughs> maybe some ways we could re-envision our breakfast time yeah so i mean if you have the habit of eating breakfast which is totally fine i'm there's, i'm not yeah, against yeah, yeah. that just exactly. for me personally i went fast and it works best for me and that's the thing is Health comes on a trial and error. Yes. You don't know what works until you try it. Exactly. You sit there and say, hey, this can work for Jake. And I try it. I'm like, well, that doesn't work yeah, for me. Yeah. But it works for Jake and it's absolutely great. Nice so guy. that's when it comes down to it is finding what works for you. So if you eat breakfast every morning, that's your habit, that's your ritual, then stick to it. But now just find better sources. Typically, you know, the best thing you can grab in the morning is is that bowl of cereal, you know, that Fruity Loops. No, it's it's what the marketing comes down <laughs> behind loops. it. Right. Fruity Loops. Sugar. So it's sugar. It's it's pure, quick, instant gratification for your body. But it's being so overflowed with sugar, waffles, pancakes. I mean, you can almost name every breakfast food and it has carbs in it, which is good to a certain extent, but once you a certain level. Insulin kicks in. Once insulin kicks in, which is actually, of course, a hormone secreted by your, your pancreas to help balance out your blood sugar, make sure that doesn't get rise too high. And then, of course, you go into shock and you don't know what you're doing and... <laughs> So once you have insulin being um, secreted, then actually at that point, um, fat, everything you're actually, all those extra calories you're, you have in your system that haven't been used yet actually gets stored as fat for later. Mm-hmm. So you're about saying, hey, I need these calories for later. I already have what I need. I don't need any excess. Now I'm going to store for later. And that's the habit. So at least if you're going to eat breakfast, then have better sources. So have um, an omelet. That's a great breakfast. Um, I mean, sometimes occasional oatmeal would be good. Add extra protein to help balance it out. So if you are going to eat carbs, make sure it's high fiber. Uh, at least fiber mm-hmm. will slow down the insulin response and slow down the mm-hmm. breakdown response. So at least look for that. Um, One thing I've heard a lot of people do is they make a green smoothie mm-hmm. in the morning and they'll drink maybe half of it at, you know, eight o'clock. So like this morning, I'm right in front of me right here is my green smoothie. Yep. And I've drank, you know, two thirds of it over the last. And I get this kind of energy release that lasts the the whole morning with no downside, yep. with no drag. And then I'm going to drink the rest of it around around noon and yep. and off we go. You know, so there are some tips I, for folks looking to make really solid changes. And, and the green smoothie drink is really you've already touched it in a little bit, but yeah. a lot of power there, right? Oh, absolutely. Because when it comes down to it, um, greens are super concentrated when it comes to the powder forms of 
minerals. Minerals provide energies just like vitamins do. So when it comes down to it, then you also add some, like you mentioned, add avocado. Great source of fat, great source of fuel. Um, without an insulin response, you're, you're providing fuel for your body without that that burnout per se of where your body goes, hey, this is what I need. Because it's very, very smart. God has designed our body very intelligently. And it's it's so complex. And I think that's the cool part is we'll never fully understand it. And that's why keto was big 30 years ago. That's big now. And then it'll another new cycle come around because we're finding new things. So let's shift just a bit and talk about physical fitness. Yeah. Physical fitness, taking care of the body. Uh, a few recent studies that came out, one I heard on, and this is on the Model Health Show. You could Google this, the Model Health Show, Sean Stevenson, shout out to him. One study among sixth graders found that the fittest students scored 30% higher on average than less fit students, mm-hmm. scoring 20% lower. Um, we have moving to adults, employees. Oh, this is fascinating. If you just need uh, some desires and and, uh, motivation for adults working out. Check this out. Employees who exercise regularly are 15% more efficient and effective than those who do not exercise regularly. And here's what that means. A fit employee only needs 42.5 hours in a work week to do the same work that an average employee not working out does in 50 hours. Basically, you are saving an entire work day via exercise. I mean, and talk to us about the benefits of exercise. And there's so much there that when we get our body moving, even if it's simple, as you've been doing a lot of this, Jake, recently, walking around with someone around uh, the riparian preserve right here, it creates another space in our brain and our hearts for human interaction and relationship. But a lot of people, I don't like to sweat. I don't want to do that kind of stuff. Walk slower. And, and, and it's painful. You know, I don't want to move through the pain, the, the, the muscles, the soreness. I really have an aversion to the soreness. So talk to us, though, about physical habits uh, and how it relates to holistic health. Yeah, so when it comes down to it, the easiest thing, like you talked about, is just moving. So when it comes down to even if you're if you're at a desk all day and it's not the best ideal, right? Just getting up every maybe hour or two and just go get a glass of water, or, or give yourself an, go to the bathroom even if you don't have to. Give yourself an excuse just to get up because if you're sitting, um, you're I actually think everybody up. everybody yeah. has to go to the bathroom now after listening. To oh this. yeah, right. yeah, we all have to. <laughs> They've yeah. already they're, they're in. The, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> They've been listening on the can the whole time. Anyway, all right, keep going. Oh no, yeah, so when it comes down to this moving, <laughs> just move. I mean, there's research when it comes to the brain. I've done with like. Um, Daniel Amen, he's written multiple books yeah. on the brain. Uh, when it comes down to, he says all the research for for Alzheimer's and dementia is a walk, a twenty minute walk, mm. three to five times a week. That's it. A walk. He's wow. not even talking like actually working up a sweat, just yeah. walking. And, and when it comes down to it, just that bodily movement of one, getting your blood flow, yeah, getting that oxygen, of course, breathing as you're going on. <laughs> But allowing your lungs to actually fully expand, Open up. bring all the oxygen in that it is. Everyone breathe with us. <sighs> Namaste. <laughs> no, but when it comes down to it, like just just the circulation aspect of it, and then also the lymphatic aspect, because your lymph is your immune system. But um, that actually requires movement to actually have that moving. So if you're sitting the whole time, laying on the couch, um, after a long day, work is understandable because you're exhausted from working and the stress of work, and you want to sit down and just take it off in a different sort of relaxation, you tend to sit as well. So, so what, um, what's going on in my body when I work out every single morning and then I get done and I am ready to go? What's going on internally that's getting me going like, whoa, here comes a day, bring it. Yeah, so when it comes down to it, uh, your body is now um, wanting to burn more fuel. So to meet that requirement that your body has just depleted, now you're also looking for fuel. So at that point, a lot of the times you're actually tap. if you haven't had fuel, you're tapping in the fat. 
um, a lot of the times. Um, so fat is a cleaner fuel. Um, you're staying focused, like I said, and then you're also just increasing circulation of the brain specifically. When you, like you said, you're ready to go, you get this motivation. That's it's a just dope, unbelievable. Dopamine hit, right? Talk about that, a dopamine hit. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes down to it, actually, about 90% of serotonin specifically is creating your gut, but also dopamine is another neurotransmitter in the brain that actually increases um, motivation. That's your motivation um, neurotransmitter. This is a good dopamine hit. Exactly. Yes. The good kind. So, I mean, there's good and bad, um, but exercise is, is the best form of dopamine you can, you can essentially get. So leader out there um, here in, you know, in the morning, make sure you, you get up, you move your body. We talk a lot about that on this show. But then the afternoon, maybe you have one-on-ones, you have meetings, take a walk. Maybe you're frustrated in a meeting and your whole team is is like, you know, it's, it's after lunch and all that. Yeah, schedule that 15-minute time to walk around with your team. Um, what I found, too, is as you're walking with someone, um, it's slower, fast-paced. I mean, you start to share life together and you're looking, looking at each other and you're actually just communicating better and then you get to your, your agenda, you know, but you're saying in your brain, there's something firing, um, with that dopamine, with, um, just getting your body in motion. That's really, really helpful. Listener, you're probably like tons of questions. You're like, I'd love, love to learn more. Where could, um, so two things, one, where could they contact you to maybe uh, learn more about this or helpful websites? And then two, we're going to have him back on the show at some point and he'll give us more of this too. Yeah. So when it comes down to it, um, I'm actually working on rebranding my website and rebranding actually what I want to do. Um, but right now you can actually, I don't know if we've got a tag or notes section, but we can add yeah, my we email. Yeah, we'll um, we can to. easily just shoot emails. I'd be glad to answer any questions because um, health is confusing, but when you make it simple um, and following your goals, it becomes a lot more simple. So um, that and then um, Facebook. You can find me on KJ Shrews. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> um, you can find me on there. I just add and say, or if I don't respond right away and send me a message, say, hey, I saw you on the podcast. Yeah. And, and I loved the information. I'd be more than welcome to like talk with you and share my oh, knowledge. Thank you so much. That's awesome. So last question yeah. to close here. Yeah. Uh, leaders are readers. What book are you reading right now, bud? Yeah, so I actually brought it with me, and I just finished it yesterday. It's called Why Do I Do That? Um, and so it's actually um, by J- Joseph Berger. Why? And so he talks about defense mechanisms and different things in there that we create blockages for ourselves to protect ourselves, essentially, or that's how we look at it, essentially. Um, things that we do, whether it be uh, you, you, the most common ones, probably projecting. Yeah. If, if you're if you're frustrated with yourself, and the next thing you know, you're you're yelling at somebody you're in a relationship or your your friend or something like that, it's you're projecting it. So he just talks about different mechanisms of how that can happen, um, and he talks about why, and then of course how to slowly change it. So I think the biggest thing is it just like I talked about earlier. Observing what you're doing, and that's kind of how this does. And then, of course, you can understand why. Um, and those two play a good hand and roll. I'm so lit up after spending oh, so the last exciting. 45 minutes with you, buddy. This has been <laughs> go to Sprouts. This has been a kick. Go on a walk. Go to Sprouts. <laughs> yeah, we've been uh, everywhere. Yeah. Reach out to KJ. And yeah, this will not be the last time we have you on Lead Time. You have enlightened us. Uh, so good. Everything that God created in the world is meant for our enjoyment, our bodies, exactly. everything that comes out of the ground. And uh, you have brought great truth to us today. Connected to first article realities. How do we relate to God as a creator, as a creator yeah. of everything? Water your tree. It's all about the soil, mm. having good soil. Mm-hmm. in your body and the roots that are going to grow thick and deep and wide so that we could help uh, nourish other people and give off life to other people. Thanks yeah, for being on the show. You, can, yeah. you can't be 
selfless until you've been selfish first. You got to help yourself until you can help others. Yeah, good stuff. Be brother. filled up to fill up others. Amen. Exactly. Next time on Lead Time, we're going to have Kathy Bishop. She works with Arizona Biblical Counseling. We refer a lot of folks to her and her number of counselors, and we're going to be talking a lot about spiritual and mental emotional health next time on our show. So thanks again, KJ, for being yeah, with us. Of course, my pleasure being here, guys. <laughs> uh, share it and uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. We'll continue to refine it, and uh, can't wait to have you next time with us on lead time peace peace take a walk headed to sprouts you have been listening to lead time with tim and jake please subscribe at cglchurch.org backslash lead time thanks for listening tune in next monday for another episode